From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Now, here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. Here we are, the Forum for the Fans, the Blue Blue Show, Big Blue Roundtable. Preseason football continues uh, every other week basis. This is our last episode of the preseason or the offseason, however you want to look at it. Uh, BlueBlueShow.com is our website. Audio archive episodes can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Of course, our website, BlueBlueShow.com. Here going on for another football season. Uh, what's going on, Chris? I hope all is well. What's up, man? How's, how's everything? Hey, thank you, man, because uh, I've been having uh, technical difficulties over here. I've been trying to log in for about 10 minutes, and finally, at the right time, it popped through. So, appreciate that, man. Uh, well, yeah, man, it's, uh, this has been interesting. We're going to pop into it into this, uh, as the show continues, man, but this has been an interesting preseason, man. It's weird. I'm always a, a mindful, Steve, of every year you say, we can't get to a camp. We can't get to a camp with a, without a major injury, probably three or four of them. And we almost made it. <laughs> so we'll talk about that in a minute. But, yeah, man, I mm-hmm. – I, <sighs> so, yeah, so, yeah, but um, it's been interesting. And uh, so, you know, I, I can't wait to really uh, top it up. Uh, we went to uh, – our crew went to – Attended the uh, the Yankees game on Monday. That was a lot of fun, bro. At Yankee Stadium, man, with Mets and Mets mm-hmm. and, Gi- and Yankees, and there was <laughs> a very interesting crowd, man. To just mix up, it's the weirdest kind of kind of a rivalry ever, man. Whatever, when all of them all they come together in separate uniforms and <laughs> hug, hug up whenever something goes on. It's the weirdest ever, man. But I just wanted to let you know that I was. That was uh, quite a surprise. It's quite okay. a, quite an interesting kind of uh, mix up. But yeah, man, we, we, let's let's you know let's let's dive in, Steve. Well, Thank you everybody for listening to, a, to the to the great Azul. Well, well to be quite honest, I'm, I'm gonna be fair. Um, you know, you never probably ever hear me say this ever on the show, and I'm gonna say it for the first time in eight years on the show, the Mets are a better team this year. They are. They are. Even with the even yeah. with the Yankees, uh, even with the Yankees uh, struggles lately, I know they won the last three, but the Mets yeah. have the edge. And see, I'm a big guy when it comes to defense in all sports, and they have the ultimate one-two punch right now: Degrom, Matt Scherzer, and they also have other arms yeah. you can go to. They're going to be a very tough out in the National League. It should be a fun playoffs and baseball. And the crazy thing is baseball was almost non-existent with the lockout. <laughs> and now look, look at it. you got one L.A. team is running things, you know, the Dodgers. Uh, you've got the two New York teams. Uh, kind of like maybe Chicago White Sox to, to an extent in the, in the, in the Central. Too bad the Cubs are not playing well. But nonetheless, uh, you know, when, when the Mets and the Yankees are really on top of their game, I mean, you can never say baseball is out, man. People are watching, man. They want to see these squads on, on TV. Uh, so yeah, man. I'm glad right. you enjoyed the uh, game and get brought in. Oh, who are you cheering for? Because I don't. Because I, I know you Yankee game, but you kind of so got this hard. ties and Mets. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I have a new rule now. If I haven't been to City Field only, but only twice, because uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sentimental and I miss Jay. So, um, <laughs> but when I'm there, um, I don't, I don't really have any Mets gear, so I don't rep, rep them. I have to stay a Yankee all the time. I'm always wearing my vintage Jeter or some of the, the newer ones like, like Judge or Stanton. So I stay Yankee everywhere. Um, I hope this is what I am. I am. I am at heart a Yankee fan, but I'm always really rooting for any New York area team that does well in a national sense. In other words, I am so, put it this way: I'm so passionate about it that I damn near shed a tear when the Rangers got eliminated, man. This past um, Stanley Cup um, um, pursuit, you know, I really wanted them to just keep it moving, keep this. Because in this, I, I'm a, I am a diehard New York sports fan. That's what I am. So if I want to go to the heart of things, yes, I'm probably more of a Yankee fan. If I actually care about how we do in our region, and if it's the Mets versus, say, the, the Astros, for instance, I'm crying out. I am, I am, <laughs> I am, I am evoking the ghost of Tom Seaver, man, as high as I can. Um you know, so that's why I was rooting for. I was rooting for the Yankees. I got to stay Yankees. You know, I have nothing to give. Right. See, the Mets never did it to me, but I, I'm a Yankee fan, so that's how. I gotcha, am. gotcha. All right, cool. Let, let's let's get you know everything up to speed on this podcast, this show, because um, next week uh, we cut off our shows next Tuesday with the hockey, so we'll be on our week right. uh, quarterly uh, vacation week. Uh, we will actually return. I think we should return in two. Yeah, we'll be returning in two weeks. That's right. Uh, Thursday That's night, right. 8 p.m. Uh, I mean, not 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we have um, preseason. Not preseason. I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. We have regular season game okay. number one versus the Titans. Yeah. September the 8th, 7 right. p.m. And that's also the same night as Rams and Bills uh, to kick off the season. So after this episode, this is actually our last episode of the preseason, and give us your thoughts uh, up until this, you know, this point with the preseason. And two weeks from now, we're gonna, you know, get into our picks. Still, old Carl is money, man. I gotta give him his money from winning the picks last what's, year. What's, we'll, we'll what's the date of the Giants? What's the date of the Titans game? I mean, what, uh, what date is that? Uh, 9-11, on September 11th. Um, okay. But. All right, we we come on Thursday like we normally do that right before the start of the season. Do we do every, you know? Yeah, we'll get off behind obviously how we're going to coordinate because I know I'm going to be on the go a lot like you are. So we'll we'll talk about coordination. Who's going to lead the charge I mean, on this episode? Hey, I got you. I got you. Let's roll. Let's roll. Let's okay. roll. Let's roll. All right, now, that, this is a line? big thing. Yeah, but we'll get the guys on the line. But this is a big thing. Your to your point, the injuries. Just came out of fucking nowhere, dude. Um, I want to talk about what happened in Cincinnati, uh, versus Cincinnati on Sunday. Uh, let's—I don't know. Let's talk. And, and we after we get a fourth or fifth person, we got to put the clock in. So right now we no clock until a fourth, fifth person gets on the line, and then uh, we'll have to do the clock so we can have everybody have equal time to speak. I don't know. Let, let's see who's on. Let's bring them on. Whoever is whoever's on. Who's up? Let's who's see. up on the house here? I don't, I don't even have the screen up. Go. Is anybody else? Oh, I need somebody. Uh, All right, we'll go back. I don't know who it is. Yeah. No, uh, before we say, uh, 929-477-4171, Bleed Blue Roundtable, Steve and Chris. This is the wrap-up episode, preseason wrap-up episode. Um, 
injury. Steve, look. Yeah, let's man. go there. About six or seven years ago, man, you said, man, it seems like every preseason we get banged up on mocks. Oh, never just one player. It was always like five or six. And we it seems like we almost got there. We got to be as far as free. And then all of a sudden, it seems like right after the um, the Bengals game, somebody hit us with a bowling pin, bro. I mean, today was a bad one to me because um, Colin Johnson, the second-year wide receiver, um, look, he's been the one on the depth chart. Where am I at? Hold on, let me pick my thing up. On, my, on the depth chart, I've got him as the fourth. He just passed by uh, Marcus Kemp as probably the, the the fourth string cat that we have after Holiday and, and Slayton. I don't know why Board is there, but, okay, that's another story. Yeah, we ain't talking about <laughs> it. But, but, I, I was but, thinking the same thing. But Colin Johnson was burning it up with all the QBs in the preseason for, these, for those two, first two games against the Patriots and the, um, and the Eagles. I mean, um, the um, Bengals. Then today... <laughs> Oh, Steve. I mean, not today. Yesterday, actually. He tore his Achilles badly. Yeah. It was ugly. And he's going to miss the entire season, bro. Um, we haven't seen Kadarius Tony, but he was at practice. I want to say that was yesterday, too, right? I think it was yesterday, too. He was holding his hamstring. And I we haven't seen him. Um, who else? Shepard's. Shepard is back, but I don't know what's going on with him because you got to remember he had an Achilles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what we're getting there. And Darius Slayton's job was in trouble, and so now he's he's uh, a little safer now. Not you know because he was. I we ain't talking about. It. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, go ahead. You know, I was gonna, I'm glad you went in this direction because I actually had a whole layout of topics to discuss for this episode tonight, okay. right? But mm-hmm. you're actually hitting on the main one, one of my main topics, and it's actually the theme of the wide receivers. I was going to ask you and any other person who was coming yeah. on, the theme of do you prefer the big wide receiver or versus these gadget wide receivers? Meaning, or more so, what is beneficial for Daniel Jones? This is really more about him and his production at the end of the day, whether the team succeeds or not, obviously, right? So I was thinking about it, right. I was like, okay, Colin Johnson, like you said, uh, for, you know, he was getting first-team reps in, in, in camp. Yes, you saw was. him in the Patriot game. You saw him in the uh, Bengal game. He had the uh, three catches for 41 yards versus Cincinnati on Sunday. Like, like he seems like a guy who will get open. He's a big target. They'll find yep. him. Uh, he was getting his targets also uh, in, um, in New England, right? And even with the pop-out, we talked about exactly. it a couple of weeks ago. Remember, he had the ball, got popped out in the uh, second quarter. We talked about that, but outside of that, I mean, he's looked like a reliable catcher, a reliable guy to catch balls in the middle of the field. He's a big guy, 6'6", 220, wide receiver out of Texas, right? He played a little bit with the Jaguars. He was considered a very good blocker for us last year, but also um, Dable, the head coach, was also big on David Sills, another wide receiver who's getting good production yes, in at first team office as well with the five catches and the fifty six yards. So, you know, I, I say, okay, wow, all these wide receivers, and then I see Wandell Rob, you know, Wandell um, 
uh, Robinson, you know, and try to do a little gadget play. Or not even a gadget play. It was like kind of like a wide receiver screen or whatever, and it got like muffled up. And now it goes me to think to you, Chris, like what do you prefer right now? I mean, sometimes a shifty young wide receiver is great, you know, if he has the skills like an Odell Beckham Jr. or Deshaun Jackson for speed. I hate to say the name. But uh, or like a Tyreek Hill, or you know, with these big targets like the Galladay's, the Colin Johnsons, what would you rather right. have? And like you said, Shepard's coming back with the Achilles. Uh, Robinson, Tony hasn't right. played, and you, I would put Slayton in that smaller wide receiver category. What would you prefer? What do you prefer based on what we've seen and based off what we need? Why, big wide receiver or, or, or smaller target? And, 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 okay. and when I asked that question, and this is also a carryover. I was hoping Kristen would have been on this episode. Galladay's been getting a lot of hate on social media. And I'm kind of trying to defend Galladay. Kind of, as a matter of fact, let's do it right now. Let's do it right now before I forget. You know, I'm, a, I'm playing um, <laughs> attorney at law. Yeah. I, I was going to go to bat for Galladay because I, I can't believe what I was hearing from Giant fans. On social media since the last piece of the game, you, I don't think you knew of this. Like going back and forth on Twitter. What do you hear? What do you hear? No, there's just it, okay. Let me say this, and I want you to answer this question because I threw, I know I threw a lot at you. Okay. To make okay. it seem as if Galladay lack of production in year number one was his fault. Yeah, he's been crying for the ball. Yeah, he's been on some Keyshawn Johnson throw me the damn ball shit. I get that. But you, I can't knock it. If you, if you don't look his way or throw his way, you know he only had 70, 74, 75 targets year number one with us, right? Two years right. in Detroit with Matthew Stafford, one hundred and eighteen plus targets back to back seasons. And then when I mm-hmm. add on that fact that the same quarterback who was throwing the Galladay went in and made Cooper Cup and all, he, probably the best wide receiver in the league with all those targets to him. So. How are you kill? How are fans killing Galladay when you seen if you get the quarterback, you give him targets? This is the reason why we gave him money because of Matthew Stafford. This ain't Matthew Stafford, right? Like, I'm just trying to understand why is Galladay getting so much hate? I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, <laughs> the numbers does, don't. The numbers don't lie. The targets don't lie. The numbers do not lie. The numbers do not lie. You're absolutely correct. If I'm a judge and you are, and, oh, um, one, more point, the, one, more, one more point. I gotta, I gotta add this thing to the, to the narrative because this is the same thing with another Detroit Lion wide receiver we had called Golden Tate. Yeah, outside of the four game suspension, where was his right. targets with the same quarterback mm-hmm. in that one year? Like, why mm-hmm. are our number one wide receivers are not getting targets? That, I mean, that's a simple question for me. And you, okay. you, know, you go ahead and fire away. I know I threw a lot at you, boy. Go ahead. No, no, no. Because the problem with this, if you want to call it a problem, <clears throat> is I totally, I totally, I totally agree with you. Totally, one thousand percent. You know, receivers are just that. They receive the ball. They don't throw to themselves. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't call plays, and they are not aware of what the offensive scheme is through a a quarterback trained that way. They're trained to run routes. They're trained. And also, you know, a lot of them have a special connection with a quarterback, a la Devontae Adams last year with, with, with Rodgers. That's why Rodgers is so frustrated in, in, in um, training camp because sometimes you get that connection where you can, you know, or it could be a legendary hookup like, like Manning was with uh, my man, um, Marvin Harrison, you know. It's, but 
on this particular team at this particular time with this particular franchise, Steve, I'm sorry. I got to roll with what Galladay's trying to convey, okay? Because, okay, where do I start? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's loaded. It's loaded, man. It's loaded. It's loaded. I get it. Okay. Now I peel okay. it back in layers. Okay. Peel it back in layers. Galladay. Galladay dropped a, a key pass in the first game against the Patriots, right? They could have given us mm-hmm. a first down right. in, the, in the red zone. And the, the smart thing for me would have been to go right back to him, okay, on the next series or whatever. They didn't do that. Okay, fine and dandy. All right, more, more than likely the reason they didn't do that is that he went back to the sidelines and he started piss, being pissed the fuck off. And he started mouthing, and that was a that was a team a, a team energy thing. Got it. But his uh, and that also that added to the emergence of Colin Johnson in that game. By the way, mm-hmm. okay, right, he right. did. So because because you know Galladay started, and, and you know most of the starters weren't supposed to play more than two series anyway. I understand that, but if you if you cry for the ball like you do, you could have got back in the game. But he obviously pissed somebody off. There's the new regime, whatever it, it is, whatever it is. Okay, um, I'm going to slightly tilt the subject. Giant fans don't know all their fucking homework all the goddamn t- time either, Steve. You know, I happen to be one, and obviously when you've been a Giant fan for, for over 50 years, you run into other Giant fans, and you know exactly what they consist of. Some are very cerebral. Some are very knowledgeable. Some know the X's and O's with the eyes closed backwards on, on Braille upside down. Then there's some that don't have a clue and they're just talking some, a bunch of nonsense. And those are the ones who sit on Twitter most of the time. Those are the ones that join, join a, a thread on Facebook and add, add quality nonsense to a sophisticated conversation. So to get them, you, you, we have to sort of pick and choose. Unfortunately, if, you got, if you're a football player and you're the subject with thick, with thin skin, that can get to you. And I believe it kind of got to Galladay a lot. But nonetheless, guess what? If you look at the, top, um, the depth chart as of right this minute, he is still our number one receiver. And I prefer going to him at this point, particularly since Colin Johnson, you know, is not, not, a, not, a, not around anymore, you know. And he's now, as far as I'm concerned, our num- besides being our number one guy, probably our, a, number, a number one important target, which are two different things. I'm going to explain what I mean by that. Wondell Robinson, he, he, was, he got some, you know, he's, he got his looks. He got his little chances. And he got a few targets in, and that was wonderful. But this kid, Alex Bachman, who nobody's ever seen before, mm-hmm. <laughs> has, has been burning it up in camp as a little squirt. He looks like Wayne Corbett to me, okay, if you remember Wayne Corbett from the uh, of from course. The about yeah, 20 years. And he is a bit, running a wonderful last all wolf routes. He is friggin' oh he he gets open all the friggin' time. He's getting the quality first down. He's getting the quality. He's then, running in the slide. He's, he's doing hold it. That, and this kid, hold that thought. Hold that thought. I don't want to lose. Hold that thought, and I want you to continue because I know you're 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 going on you're going in about right now. Do you think he I, makes the fifty three man roster though? I think he does. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're gonna hold that. that. Also, we'll come back to that 53 minute roster later in this episode. Okay. That's important. But go ahead. Go ahead. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah, I think he makes it um, because um, now all of a sudden we've gotten thin just off one injury. Or actually two. 
because I'm still uncertain at this point what Jabal has in store for Kadarius Tony. I don't know. In fact, it seems like no one does. You know, so I Steve, it, it gets it, it gets hairy the more and more we go. You know, we always talk about um, Darius Slayton's production um, potential, but he doesn't produce. Galladay, we already covered him. Shepard, what? And I said all of that. We said I said all of this for the last three and a, three or four minutes to land in about land right here. What I'm about to say now, Steve, your quarterback. If he is on point, knowledgeable, um, um, cerebral, confident, and le- and his leadership is is above reproach, he can take care of all of that for you. He can take care of all that for you. But you you gotta have someone in that pocket because I'm not going into this conversation. We did it. We've done this for three years, and and, and we had a reliable chat that could give us some kind of clue from the quarterback position that he is sure about what the freaking game plan is, bro, I'd have a better assessment. I could go on, a, on the tight ends if you wanted, but if you said you, you said wide receiver. What do I – the original yeah. question, what do I prefer? I prefer it go to, yeah. to, to um, 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 Kadarius – I mean, um, um, Kenny Galladay. Constantly, I, I prefer he be the number one cat. I be, I prefer he be the one we look out for first. I be the, I, I I want him to be to take the brunt of the blame if the ball goes astray, if he makes a drop, if there's an interception. If he's got to be, he wants to be the guy. He said he's the guy. We pay him like he's the guy. He needs to be the guy. That's it. I will also say. I will also say. Let's let's give the Giants the benefit of the doubt because it is preseason. They may be yeah. holding their cards, may not be showing everything. Uh, so some of these preseason games, a lot of the plays that they're running out there is kind of basic. So they may not be showing their office to play hands for week number one versus Tennessee. I'll give the Giants that. So whatever we have seen up until this point, I mean, you can only go off live game action, but I think there's more to be seen. I, I'm thinking and I'm assuming uh, Mike Kafka – uh, Dable are have something drawn up. They have to. I mean, there's, there's no way other way around yeah. it because we got to see this quarterback yeah. in the in the lame duck contract year. To yeah. he's got to sling the ball. He's got to become so somewhat of a Josh Allen uh, for the Bills. Uh, maybe get mm-hmm. outside of the pocket. Maybe if I see a little bit of that, and I'm with mm-hmm. that's going to be my easy answer. I think in other offenses. Other teams, depending on the quarterback skill set, I may go smaller wide receiver. If you gave me uh, Aaron Rodgers, I know that's a lead. Let me let me tone it down. Russell Wilson, give me uh, uh, <laughs> let me think of a quarterback. Maybe even Her- no, nah, maybe not Herbert. Um, I'm trying. To- oh, oh, oh Justin Fields. I'm, I'm thinking about mobile quarterbacks who I think are accurate. Oh. That could utilize these Sterling Shepherds, Wandell Robinsons, Kadarius Tonys. I'm, I'm looking at it from that angle. But because we're talking about Daniel, just I think from the small sample that I've seen in game action in preseason, it looked yeah. comfortable throwing to Colin Johnson. And to your point, I would have gone back to Galladay, but maybe they're holding plays, holding cards, get, things of that nature. I can understand that angle. But for this quarterback, give me the big receiver. Uh, yeah. More snaps, 
then your Sterling Shepard coming off an Achilles, Kadarius Tony with um, the uh, the hamstring. I don't even see. I was never big on Wondell Robinson anyway, so I don't know what plans. You know, it's like they got a logjam for the same type of cat back there. It's like three of them catching the same player, and then and then uh, Darius Slayton. Uh, it honestly, needs a makeup year, man. I mean, we were big on. Well, I, I was. It was like when he came into the league. I kind of slept on him, and he had a nice opening year, and then kind of took a couple steps yeah. back. So yeah, he kind of yeah. needs a big year too. But they all triggered by the quarterback. I don't know if the quarterback is accurate enough to hit smaller receivers, but I'm comfortable. I think he he could do some damage with the, the bigger targets. But that was the theme up until what you said. We didn't have to. And now we have to get into this with these injuries, man. That Kyle Johnson, oh. I thought he would have worked this season. Yeah. I, I, you know, that's one yeah. of those things. Is it was a nice find within your own roster to bring him up. However, he yeah. was misutilized last year. That would have been a nice yeah. fit. Big, big six-six receiver, man. Go, go with Galladay with this quarterback. I, and then you could find a Maybe we could find another winning, winning and a half this year. Yeah, you know. Yes, yes. Or use Tony as uh, uh, what's my man out in San Francisco wanted to um, wanted to leave there. Um, use him in that way, and then you have to like. Well, well he's a little different. Like, that's a different breed of player. That guy, Debo Samuel, he's yeah. a, nah, that's a pure. That like, he breaks tackles like nah. He's nobody in the league is that guy. Nah, I, I wouldn't would, go that far. I, well, well, I'm, t- I'm, I'm, t- I'm saying as far as potential. Yeah, you're right. But but see, I don't. Okay, back to your point. I don't know what kind of. I don't know what's going on with Tony anymore, man. Because they're, they're like you said, they're playing it close to their sleeve. They're not telling the press or media or anybody exactly what's going on with really half of these guys. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. So yes, Steve, I, I man, <laughs> I, to your original point, it's gonna have to be Galladay. I would, you know, if you had said yesterday. Who would it be? If we had to show yesterday, I would have said Colin, Colin Johnson and Kenny Galladay are our two big guys, and we should utilize them just that way. But now I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm at a standstill, bro. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. Sorry about that. I, I, will, give, I will give props, and I hopefully we hear from many dogs in the future. And you, what you guys were talking about with uh, Bellinger, I like this blocking this fall. I'm, I like what I saw out of the blocking, yet preseason or not. Put, put the, you know, you know, we talked about a little bit of the pass catching thing, but I more with this roster and what I would like to do, and, and we're going to segue to another player, and I want to get your thoughts on number twenty six and what he said. But the blocking from Bellinger, I, I, if that's what it's going to be, I am all for what he's bringing to the table. I love the effort. It was blue collar, uh, no holding, no grasping. Arms extended, getting downfield. Uh, it's something we missed. We didn't have. And I'm not going to mention that other guy with the dog, the dog barking noise. But tight end blocking wise, what I saw in uh, the Cincinnati game, I I'm with you guys on on that. I I wish there were fantasy football stats, Chris, when it comes to blocking scores or blocking grades because I know fantasy football is more about catches, receiving, rushing, things like that. But sometimes there's going to be a day. Or maybe there is out there a system where your offensive linemen or your 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 tight ends are getting scores and points for great blocking and not penalties and losing scores. I I would love to see that day, man. 
I might just be all in <laughs> with fantasy football at that yeah. point. But yeah, man, I, I wanted to give props to that. Anything else you'd like to add on your boy Bellinger in the first couple of games? And I got your thoughts uh, on Barkley. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, real quick. Um, look, I'm looking at the depth chart, Stephen. I, I see four. I see a. I see a. A second year guy, a third year guy. And it's just full of rookies, man. I mean, because, you know, Ricky Seals Jones, you know, he's on IR. I don't know. I think he's a full injury. I don't know. Uh, is he yeah, done? He's done. He's done. Okay, so, yeah, he's done. So you got Bellinger, Chris Myrick, um, Austin Allen, and Tanner Hudson. Career, eight career re- receptions between them. I'm loving the fact that they all can block. I'm with you on that. Who's going to catch? It better be by default Bellinger, even though he didn't. Everybody, well, I noticed social media the last time I was on Twitter, they jumped his ass when he dropped that one pass on, against uh, um, was it the Patriots. It was a little bit premature. They, you know, these things happen. You don't have to crucify the goddamn dude. But that worries me a little bit. This inexperience. Hopefully, we have the coaching staff that can handle that. That's all I'm gonna say about that, man. But it got to be developed mm-hmm. by default, man, as our number one dude um, coming in. I, it, a rookie who everybody slept on and probably at his, at his highest potential, they're going to regret sleeping on him. So um, that's how that is. So number 26, talk to me, man. What, what's that? What's up with this? You know what? I, I, I'm, I apologize. I should have jumped the gun on number 26. Let's hold that off because I think we need to drill down on okay. this theme of injuries, man. There's a lot more that we didn't even All discuss right. yet. Darian Beavers oh. towards ACL versus the Bengals. What are your thoughts uh, on that, man? I mean, you uh, saw him uh, getting first team snaps before Blake Martinez. They had plans for him. Yeah, go ahead. Throw I, yeah, throw your thoughts. Cry. I want, I, man, just be, let me, okay, let me backtrack because just before that, I thought, that Kayvon Thibodeau, oh, my God. I, I, I yelled in agony. I yelled in agony. After oh, his when it went after his knees, right? When it went after his knees. It was an MCL. Yes, and that is ACL. Thank goodness. And he's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. You know, he's going to he's gonna take off against the Jets, and they're going to continue to rehab that. So he'll be fine. But Darian Beavers, bro. He's gone, like you said, for the rest of the season. His ACL did go, and he could have pushed Mike Blake Martinez, who also had an ACL. Now that I think about it, so it Darren Beavers has a lot of potential. Okay, but potential ain't gonna really win us any football games this year. I was, I'm eye on him. Hopefully, he won't be gun shy and he'll be back in, in full health in 2023. He's gone. Um, I. We're 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 gonna feel that a little bit worse than than it sounds. I I because we need all the depth we can with the kind of scheme that that um Martindale is gonna put in, which is already difficult. They, we need all the depth we can possibly muster, and that's gonna hurt, bro. That's all I gotta say about him on that defensive side. But um yeah. We could use some of that Cincinnati yeah. Bearcat love, man. I mean, you know, they had a good college football <laughs> season, man. And and him coming over Look to the Giants on the defensive end, you know, you know, a guy who played with Sauce Gardner in Cincinnati, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. he was yeah. taking first team snaps, and and that actually goes yeah. to the other part where Blake saw Blake Martinez come back uh, in in the Cincinnati game, and um, I know not used to seeing him injured, 
And it's crazy because guys, it's funny. You have a revolving door. Guys are getting injured or got injured in the game, like you said, like with Thibodeau, yeah. got his knees cut out. Yeah. Uh, Darian Beavers. Oh, man, the Colin Johnson one stings, man. I mean, that was just the other day, you know, like. And then Aziz Ojolari got hurt in the joint yep. practice with his leg. What yep. are your thoughts on that? I mean, this is the guy we are depending to get after the uh, the quarterback, you know, this season. Um, um, Steve, I don't really. I mean, these guys. I, 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 bro, I, I don't have a thought. I don't have a thought. I just. Yeah. I, you, man, listen, man, I actually like, I, I, I'm actually like, I, man, I, it, I'm actually liking it, this shit when it was during COVID and motherfuckers was doing preseason over Zoom. I'd rather do that. Motherfuckers <laughs> dropping the time again, man. <laughs> we ain't gonna have no fucking roster by the time we get to the Titans shit. Now, here's, now here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Um, the Bleed Blue fans are listening to this show right now, and they're saying, Wow, they're talking about all these injuries, and they didn't get to the offensive line yet. <laughs> it's ugly. The ones that we that are helped. I gotta switch real quick, Steve. I, I have because I have to ask you a question. Isn't it weird or strange or lucky? I don't know what the term is that Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal they are healthy right now. I'm not trying to knock them. But I mean, Jinxa, but they are healthy right now. Everybody else. I mean, okay, you got Gates and Pert, they're gone. The first four four weeks. We know. Right. That. And another another two, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another two. Yeah. And and, and Holden. I but I didn't know him. I didn't see him. I didn't I don't know what he was doing. Okay. But then, you know, Feliciano, he's not gone, but he's hurt. Um Bredesen, hurt. Lemieux, scratching my head. Max Garcia played too long the other night. Mm-hmm. Azudu has issues. I... Bruh, what we... <laughs> I don't know what to say, Steve. It's, it's... But see, the thing is, before the, before the Cincinnati game, we didn't have all of these problems. And it seems like we got hurt just on one preseason game about all of them. You know, oh, your boy Sandro is gone on, on R and B, one of the R and B, but RBs. But we'll talk about him a little few, in a few minutes. Um, I don't know. Uh, we we're already banged up, or are we banged up, or what are or what are they doing? Are they holding? Are they holding something back, as you alluded to earlier? Is there a system in place that we don't understand from previous seasons that the coaches are employing right now? I hope so, if it'll keep everybody healthy, I don't know. I can't, I can't, Steve, I, I'm, I'm scratching my head, man. I'm, I'm asking you for relief here, bro. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, we can't blame this on Tom Coughlin no more. It's like two regimes. This is gone by now. Like, what? like, this was a Tom Coughlin. We used to always talk about that when he was here. Now, Dable's, like, I, 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 the strip of conditioning, maybe it's just bad luck, freak accidents, or whatever. Um, I think it's bad luck. I mean, this. I mean, this goes into our evaluation of how many wins this team's gonna have. Like, I didn't think oh, we were yes, gonna win a lot anyway at full strength. I mean, some of the stuff is getting knocked down. Maybe we're overreacting to a, to an extent, but I mean, I, they're really putting I, an emphasis of trying to get guys out there to play full two series. I mean, even in this Jets game, we'll be looking forward to your post about how that's game going on. 
hopefully guys don't drop in that game because it's really important that they actually do play or not play yeah, play well but have some continuity. I, and that's what they've been trying to do, like even with the first team first team guys out there, even the first two games. So, oh, man, I mean, well, this, this is bad, man, you know, with all the injuries you've been saying, man. Well, did I also mention, and I'm going to say it, not, we ain't going to belabor it, but also keep in mind, that Danny Dimes, as they call him, he had neck surgery in the off season. Okay, mm-hmm. that's right, not right. something. That's something that in your in the back of your mind, if you're any player in any position, that's going to really haunt you. Just gonna say that, and just we'll, we'll take it from there. You have to um educate me on on what we had, what you oh oh whoa 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 whoa. Graham Dano is out with a concussion. How will kick yeah, that's right, the kicker in a regular season game, <laughs> let alone a preseason, yeah. beyond me? I, what? What? <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's our team that, MVP. Man. Our team MVP. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, look, we got two weeks. We'll be all right. Okay. Um. Are you sure about that? I mean, I mean, the, the team we're going to play down in Nashville ain't no cupcake. That's a very solid blue-collar team, man. We have to put up a fight. Uh, this is what I do know. I, this is what I do know. They're okay. going to get blown out 36 because this particular coaching staff ain't going to allow that. Okay? On both ends of the ball. It, I know this is a work in progress from a personnel perspective, but these particular coaches – Nah, I, I, I can't. This isn't a wash. And if they do need to clean up anything first, despite the injuries, and I'm going to say this because I don't want to talk about it, Steve, please spare me, man. They got to start with employee number eight. That's all I got to say because that's where all the, all the issues actually stem from to a, to, a, to a certain degree. Now, it's not his fault that certain other players on offense are, are hurt, but this it also doesn't give you a, a – a, a load of confidence in you, as far as leadership is concerned, on-field leadership is concerned, going forward either. And I, I'm going to stay right there with that because I'm really dying to ask you about 26 here. I, I need to get I need to get educated on what's what. And uh, okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about that. Yeah, no, you take it from there, man, because I need to I need to know. Um, see, I don't know the origin actually of what. Where all of this is coming from, and and and, and why everybody's basically pissed at them, or or what? I don't know what's going on. So, because all I see is all all I saw was the fact that he said, "Look, I'm ready to I'm ready to hit the ground running. And I'm gonna be I want to be a complete back." And this and this. that's all I saw. I'm missing everything else. So I need I need education here. So that's what I'm talking about. I I think when well, it comes to Saquon Barkley. And you know you're like the face of the franchise uh, ever since, uh, definitely since Odell Beckham Jr. left, right? I think after his injury in Chicago, being out for a year, I think you get so many questions. He get, or not you, he gets so many questions about this and that, what you're going to do, what you're going to do. It probably annoyed mm-hmm. the fuck out of him. I think that's just human nature. Um, yeah. I. Listen, man, I am all for non-political correctness. You already know that about me, Chris. So I have no problem 
him venting the way that that he did, you know, saying, mm-hmm. you know, I'm back better than ever, motivated to shut everyone up. Hey, listen. Yep. All you got to do is secure the ball, bro. Get you about 4.3-ish, 4.2 at minimum a carry, and you'll be all right with Giant fans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just move that rock about 4.2, 4.3 carries uh, uh, yards per carry. And, um, yep. Yeah, but just, just move the move the chains, man. And, and what I've noticed in the uh, in a couple of these games, Chris, is behind the line. You know, you got especially you got to get more. See, the problem with that in preseason, you alluded to it about twenty minutes ago with Evan Neal and Andrew Thomas. Just the old line in general, like you got to have continuity. You just can't throw five guys on a line and expect the shit to work. You know what I'm saying? And especially with a oh, running back that you know. He's probably thinking, you know, he's probably thinking in the back of his mind, oh, he was at one point. Now he could just go out and play. Like, football is not just physical, but it's physics. It's force. It's like, you know, this is why they they, they, they weight lift and, and they, they strip and condition and all that shit. Because it's not cut and dry just throwing five guys on the line and just run behind those guys. And no, it's, 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 it's a technique. It's a strategy. It's, it's not just coaching, and it's, it's a scheme. So I think he just kind of – I mean, he's been here for a little bit, uh, you know, contract coming up or whatever. I think all that came out, out of his, uh, you know, kind of a – I would call it a, a frustration. I would just say he was just – said, fuck it, I'm going to just let it – I'm just – you know, he kept, he kept the PG, so I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? It could have been worse. He said, I mean, fuck Right. He said, fuck everybody. And he, told, he said everybody needed, you know, um, he said he's fed up with people, you know, that don't know football, try to speak on it. And I'm with him. I'm absolutely with him on that. You know? Um, look, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be, you know, this is a competitive dude. He knows what's expected of him, and he's been working real hard ever since his injury to come back. And let's, let's look at the positives about this, Steve. He's healthier right now and supposedly more explosive. He's got a more of, of a creative Whoa, whoa, whoa situation. more, more explosive? What do you mean, do you mean by more explosive? I'm talking about his times so far and, and work, you know, his, in, in, his, in his training. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about him. Okay. Because we haven't seen him. Okay. I'm talking about also the fact that he has more creative coaching with um, on the ball and Kafka. I'm talking about the fact that, the Giants have been, you know, I have to give them credit, man. They did, in, in the last two years, pick up two tackles in the top seven of their draft, okay? And I like that. And they also got less admitted, even though it doesn't look pretty. There's an, there was an attempt to get more elite playmaking on the outside. I'll give them that, too. And the blocking that you alluded to earlier with the, with the, with the tight ends, that's going to factor in as well, okay? Mm-hmm. And also... When I said the outside, I was counting Tony in that equation. I don't know what kind of Tony is coming back either besides, you know, I know more about Barkley coming back than Tony. So that's kind of confusing me a bit and, and, and start stifling my, my thought process in terms of how, how our offensive schemes are going to because this guy is very – he is very important. It's hard to bring Tony down when he's in full strength, bro. That's what I was looking at. Also, Tony's a blocker, and he, he can give you so, a, another dimension. So if you got him on all – all cylinders. You got a healthy Galladay. You got Jones finally with his head out of his ass, and you got Saquon behind a solid line. We could do some things. We ain't gonna win a Super Bowl, but we can scare teams. Okay, 
And that's pretty much where Barkley was talking about, you know. He's like, you know, what what does he say? You, you probably have the quote in front of you. He said something about all pros with clickers in their hands. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I like that. I like he saying you don't know shit, so don't say shit and just watch. And I like that. And the ball loves him. And also the ball said something the other day on one of the sites about, look, man, the guy has a good mindset. He's learned our stuff. He's played, he's played hard. He's ran hard. I think he's getting ready to shut everybody up. But in order for that to happen, the rest of the team offensively has to come together. And that's why I'm not really expecting much out of this game, upcoming game against the Jets, which all the fans are all looking forward to. But I think the ball is going to use this basically as a, as a like, like you should, a tryout, you know. A little quick history. People, I mean, all, all preseason games, when they were talked about, when they were called exhibitions, were important, man, at one point in history. They, they, they were watched with the same kind of fever and prime time, time um, excitement as, as a regular season game. But that all changed because of one coach by the name of Bill Parcells. <laughs> Bill Parcells in the 80s said, look, man, I'm not trying to entertain y'all with, with no damn preseason game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm playing my I'm play that is that's exactly what he said. He says I'm playing Sims for for maybe two series and snatching them out. You know, he said I'm playing um uh what was my man's name? Our old left tackle, George something. He says I'm playing him for maybe one series and I'm snatching them out. He said, That's it. He says, Don't expect a whole lot. I'm not interested in winning as much as I'm interested in what they got to show me from the um um as far as the heart I see on the field. And sure enough, that's how it happened. And then all of a sudden and he was criticized badly by the by the New York media. And all of a sudden other teams, particularly Bill Walsh, started following suit and going and also um I forgot his name. He's a NASCAR Hall of Famer too. Joe Gibbs. Yeah. Joe Gibbs. And they were like, you yeah. know what? You know what? That's a good idea. That's a good idea. And so <laughs> all of a sudden it became less and less and less and now preseason just preseason. Okay, so maybe the ball has adopted that, but and this is New York, and, the, and you, are, you are the middle lad, so yeah. But um, look, Steve, all I know is in reference to what you just said about um, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. That's a very, very t- tough team, and they got some shit to prove too down there. Okay, and, and what's going to have to happen is we're going to have to come. We have to prove to ourselves that we have what what it takes to compete. At a halfway decent level, man, if we play a solid goddamn game in Nashville, I'm, you know, I like the other 10 trillion giant fans on this earth will be so freaking satisfied to knock anybody out. But if we, but I, I can't see us losing 36-10. I see us losing, if we do lose by a field goal at the, at the end of the game, something like 20-17. to 17. That's the kind of result that the ball is looking for. Just like the so, Buffalo Bills. So, like so, so that you know, as of today, the spread is five and a half. So you're taking the Giants with the points. Yes, I am. Or that's what you want. That's right now. Let me think about this. But Let again, I don't know what we're going to have this week. <laughs> I know. I, but right now, because I don't know what we're – again, this is all – in fact, this whole episode, ladies and gentlemen, has, has been <laughs> – I said, what the hell kind of hand are we playing here? So, no, nah, but, um, yeah. Yeah, that, I'm sorry. 
go for it. Yeah, so, all right, so the last point of, you know, a lot of the points we, we uh, discussed. This 53-man roster, who do you think is going to make it? Now, we just talked about um, uh, uh, Colin Johnson going out. He's going to be on the IR. That should make room for somebody like Alex Bachman. Remember, I asked you about 30 minutes ago. Do right. you think he makes the 53 miles? He may he, – it's possible he may not have made it if Colin Johnson was available or not put on the IR. Who so do you think else – I heard your um, mini rant on CJ Board. I'm with you. I still don't understand why he's still here. But uh, who makes it? Who do you who do you see on the outside looking in? Who makes the cut? From the wide receiver position, I truly believe that Ricky James is going to hang out now. Okay, we got him a couple of months ago from the uh, I think the 49ers. He can't hold on to the mm-hmm. ball that well, by the way. Um. But, again, we're talking default here. Um, who makes it for wide receiver? I'm going to say right. Richie James. I'm going to say Alex, Alex Bachman. And I'm going to stop there. Um, I, I, I really – hold on. I, I, before I go any further, I don't know where exactly the kid that I like to block so well the other night. Um, his last name is Doc. I don't know where he's going to land. Okay. Keelan Dodd? He's my dog. You talking about Keelan? Keelan Dodd, yes. I don't know yeah. exactly where he, where he's going to be, and I think he has to battle it out pretty much at this point with probably David Sills, who I think should stay. So I'm, 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 that's I'm a lot of wide receivers, man. Huh? That's too many wide receivers. Somebody has to go after this Jets game. That's what I'm saying. We will know Monday. Okay. We will know Monday. We will know Monday. <laughs> But Kemp is gone. Kemp is That's gone. That's a lot, man. I said too many wide receivers. At least two, two are going to be gone after after that. Doss is probably going to be one of them, and I think. Um, oh man, That's I can't. I got. I got to separate I know. Um, Doss got to go. We got. What, what do we need? Seven, right? Is that it? Uh, That's a lot. But seven is a lot. Five, man. six. Yeah, I would try to keep alive. five. No more than Let me six. tell you who's staying. Let me tell you who's staying. Let me tell you who's staying. Galladay, Robinson. So we can do this real quick. I don't want to run out of time. Galladay, Robinson, Tony, Slayton. Um, I said Richie James. I said Alex Bachman. Just stop right there. Six. I didn't say Kelly Steppett. So you got. So somebody's got to. Seven. Somebody, that's that, that's might seven. Yeah. Does that mean CJ Board is out? That means CJ Board is out. Right? Uh, yeah. I, I'm sorry because I count him as a goddamn um, kick returner. Oh, God, I'm having a headache. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Board, let's say board, because I'm sorry. I, I, I don't have a lo- any loss of him. Board, Doss, this is going to kill me. But uh, I have to go. Okay? Because ah, I think they're going to keep Ricky James. They like him. Oh, okay. but, I, but I like Slick David Sills. But anyway, too much. We, I don't want to run out of time. So that's why I receive you Keep eight offensive linemen, right? Seven, you know, you should keep eight. I, I always think eight is the right number for offensive linemen, right? You already know who's starting, I and I say behind them. All right, so I don't think we should – I don't think there's really no surprise. They didn't bring Jamil Douglas in to cut him, so he's there. Maybe Max Garcia. Right. Uh I don't know who might be that other. I mean, at this point, I don't know who they, who they might go. They probably a guy that could do guard and tackle. They got their two centers. That, uh, so, guy, Roy, I, 
Okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. All right, we talked about the Titans, right? We said uh, Bellinger's is a lock. Uh, How many Titans would keep two, right? Uh, We got to keep just two. I say Myrick is the next guy, and Andre Miller's going to walk. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Because if you're going to throw in the extra, if you if you throw in the extra wide receiver, you could you know you could slice the tight end. Okay, that's fair. Oh no, a guy that we did not talk about and should kind of talk about. What do you thought about uh, Antonio Williams, man? You know, I thought he actually had some nice runs. Oh my God, um, Brightwell is gonna look. He's look. He's he's looking out the door, man. Okay. Oh. Because uh. because let me tell you what. Well, well, wait a minute. Maybe not because I'm gonna tell you what he would have been if Corbin didn't get hurt. Because Corbin was coming. Corbin was trying to get that job, but we lost Corbin and we lost Sandro. So Antonio Williams, who who would that make make then? That would be well. Barkley's not going anywhere. Then you're looking at Breda. I don't know. I, I didn't see him. I don't remember him playing. Um, then Brightwell, then Antonio Williams, like that. But I'm gonna let you, but don't be surprised if Antonio Williams starts getting all Brightwell, Brightwell shine. Okay, he's playing his ass off. Some right, really nice run. Okay, so that's that. I agree What's with next that. Next step, Steve. I agree with that. Let's let's go to defense. Let's uh let's go to defensive line, man. Um, three four. So uh, you can see. Oh man, they got injuries too over the Ojolari. Oh man. Um, I would say you keep, uh, you already know who's starting. You keep probably, I don't know if you like Jalen Holmes. I don't know if you, how you feel about that or the, uh, the other outside uh, of the rush, Jer Harward. Uh, Ryder got a, I, I Ryder, Ryder it, just got Okay. Um, Jalen Holmes, I'm not in love with either. Okay. And. I'm not really sure what DJ Davidson is going to do for us yet, bro. I, those are the only things I, I don't know. He's about. Oh, and I'm not That's in love with it. David Moe. He... Okay. What, what you, do you I think you're good what with two. I think I think two. Those tackles will be fine. I think I think three's pushing it. I mean, they got guys yeah. coming back like Blake Martinez, so you don't, you don't, uh, and um, yeah. uh, what's this guy uh, Crowder? You could have him out there, Ojolari. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could be okay with uh, uh, Cam Brown out there. I don't know how they're going to do with the backup or Qu- uh, Quincy Roche. I know Big O was big on that like about a month ago when yeah. we were talking about him. Um, yeah. All right, secondary man. Uh, what about the secondary? Uh, damn it. Okay. Well, Griffin's gone. He got hurt. Um, so that's, okay. that makes it easier there for the cornerbacks. Um, how many do you keep? Do you keep four? four how many? How many? Four. Um, um, six. Five, maybe five to six. This is cool. Okay, five, six so is cool. Griffin played his ass off, but he may get cut. Yeah. And um, and I'm not in love with um. Uh, shit. What's his name? Come on, man. Where's my, I got to put this back up again. Here we go. Which one? Um, but Darius Williams, man, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him, man, in the, the Patriot game. I hope he's redeemed himself. Um, uh, at least Steve. Aaron Robinson should be all right. Dory's over there. Uh, Ro Darius Williams probably has a job anyway. Leave him alone. Darian Evans was Darren Evans was pretty good, and Gilbert was playing, but I didn't really watch him, so I don't really have a good take on him. But I know we need yeah. at least six corners. Ah. 
So what, I, what do you think? I would say yeah. I think I, I think I think uh, after this, uh, I'm gonna watch a lot of that Jet game uh, versus the Jets, and I'll probably have more of a concrete answer. I, I I'm kind of iffy, like you said, with Belton and, and, and with Darius Williams. Uh, yeah, I gotta see more. I I gotta see more. I, to be quite honest, I'll be honest with you. When yeah. I was outside of the game, first half in the Patriots, I didn't really pay too much attention to the cornerback play. I was actually focusing more on the front seven. I wanted to get the pass rush to be working, so I needed to take a little bit more time studying. I would say study, but analyzing the back half of the secondary, no matter who's in there. So I was really right. focused on pass rush, front line. Thing. I'm always a, I always look at it like that. That shit that always sets the tone. All right, man. I think we covered pretty much damn near everything because in, in two weeks we'll start. You know, week one of the regular season we'll have the pickums and uh, elimination. What's it called? Survivor. We have the survivor picks in two survivor. weeks. I never. I've yeah, never man. Really we'll, good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I always move my ass on that, man. I can't hang. I can't hang. <laughs> Um, I don't. Let me say, I'm gonna go to strike. I know we got a couple of minutes. We, let's just get off the Giants real quick, cause I, Nickelbacker Avenue, search for the streets for the Knicks. We had a nice back and forth last night at the end of his show with the boxing. Now, man, I, I know that's dear to your heart too. How did you feel about uh, what happened in the Joshua fight? I say I asked him the same question last night, and then also upcoming fights, man, Ortiz and uh, Ruiz. Uh, uh, you get this Usyk Fury thing going in the heavyweight division. What are your thoughts on that? And then you know we'll, we'll shut it down. We'll be back in two weeks to start a regular season for the football. Oh, um, I didn't Did you see? see the Joshua. I, I saw the highlights of the Joshua fight. Let me ask you something. What what's the Joshua's head? I mean, <laughs> okay. Are, are, you, are you talking about an upcoming Joshua fight? Well, no, yeah, it happened no, last but, week. I mean, that, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, what, am I, what are we talking about? Going? Are you talking about which which shots the fight you talking about? The one that just passed that I did that I missed because I was on the plane. I didn't oh, see it. I just saw the oh, highlights. Okay, oh you didn't see it. So oh, I all right. Well, no, I was talking about yeah, the upcoming Ruiz fight and uh, and T, uh, King Kong Ortiz. Uh, and also like what happened? I thought the Usyk Joshua fight you missed was I thought I loved it. I lo- it was a good fight. Very good fight, solid fight. But if you didn't see it, we could we could catch up if you uh, you know if you hadn't seen it. It's cool. Yeah, I missed it because I was uh, I was traveling. I want to ask you something oh, yeah, about yeah. that though. And I want to know what you think about. Well, I want you to keep on going. What what? Because we only got a few seconds here. Um, 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 after after if okay if if Ruiz beats. Question is, who should he target? Who's next? Should that's what I'm saying. That's what I need to ask ask of you. If he, uh, he, it's going to be it. Well, I mean, you there's a couple ways to go with that. Should come back? Uh, it, right, exactly. That is right, right there. In that that okay. That's the next guy. That's the next guy in the the gauntlet. Whoever wins, you get the Ortiz rematch. Who actually had Wilder. In that fight, okay. if you ask me, and to Wilder hit him with that bomb <laughs> in 2019. <laughs> I mean, that oh. shit comes out of nowhere, man. Like oh, a Thanos, geez. like Marvel Comics I, I, Thanos, all Infinity Rings super punch. It's like a video game punch he throws. <laughs> but I, 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 I watched that fight and missed the punch because I looked down. 
Well, I, I got comfortable. Those look down at this real time. I was like, those guys are looking at Wilder. Well, Wilder should be looking at Joshua, and I think at this point Joshua should be looking at Wilder too, to be quite honest. I mean, that's right now the top of the yep. heat yep. is definitely you. Say, it's not a sexy fight for the the. Okay, if you're a casual boxing fan, if you just okay, I just want to go somewhere to watch the fight, play some spades, and have some Hennessy, just to kick it with some camaraderie. You know, a nice house little right. gathering. You know, you may do that, but if you are a boxing aficionado, like you like the sport, mm-hmm. you follow it, you know who Usyk is and you know who Tyson Fury is. That's a very good fight, and that's that's because it, it, it's not like those two. Uh, maybe Fury up until this point, because Fury's been getting a lot of popularity with uh, ESPN, but but Usyk is hella fucking skilled, yo. I mean, he cleaned yeah. up cruiserweight. He, had, he took all, every last belt they had. He took the, 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 the hors d'oeuvre, everything they had in that division, food, furniture, <laughs> belts, car. He took yeah. everything. He cleaned it out, like like bar none, left it empty. And he, now he's going for blood. I mean, this is, I mean, you got to appreciate this guy. And he, what he did, and Joshua fought a good fight. And that's the thing. It's one of those situations that's like, I threw my bet. I had my best game, and it's still not enough. And Joshua was pissed. And I, I can't. I'm not. I can't blame him for his frustration and how he went off. He left the ring. He came back. He got on the mic. Was cussing. And listen, man. Sometimes it be like that. Sometimes it just be like that. He. I mean, he threw everything he could at the guy, but the guy is just so fucking skilled and won the last three rounds. It's crazy. Correct. It's correct. It's correct. Um, pound for pound, Usyk. What do you what do you, what do you see him at? Because because I still Croft ain't nobody fucking with Crawford. Okay, let me just put that up. Let's get that out of the way. Do you see him after after Spence maybe? Who, who, like who, that? Yeah. Well, he's, oh, he's, he's definitely top. top he, I, I mean, yeah, he's definitely top five. I mean, the guy came up from you know that that light light heavyweight cruiserweight division cleaned that out yep. before that he was yep. running the gamut at super middleweight i mean the guy could box <laughs> like the guy's nice them ukrainian cats is nice <laughs> the guy yeah man um yeah i, but, uh, I, I definitely but, would i mean but yeah fury's a different animal though fury's a different animal because if fury's not in his low points of his life and he came out training and like like if a focus fury Probably could win, but that shit's gonna be good, man. Because you never see Usyk really go down like that. The guy's nice; he's always prepared. Right, right, yeah. You know, um, okay. I just see him. He's definitely top five, and I really don't. He's over. He's obviously over Alvarez. You know that. But yeah, yeah. After Crawford, because I'm always interested in pound for pound. I think that matters to me. Okay, right, I mean, right, everybody right, right, knows Crawford. Right. Number- and then, because I see Usyk probably number three, man, because I think i got to put Spence over him right now. Right now. But I just wanted to know how you, you felt about it, because you asked the question, man. Because then I'll put Fury after him. So, you know, some a, a case could be made for Alvarez. A case could be made for, um, what's my man that, 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 well, that beat Alvarez? Well, right? Alvarez yeah. took a bad L the last uh, fight. Alvarez needs some making uh, up to do. I, yeah, that's, bad that's, Over him. Over him. Him. Um, whoever that guy, Dimitri something. Yeah. Yeah. He took a bad fuck <laughs> that. Yes, he did. So, um, yeah. All right. I just wanted to know how you felt about that. We are out of time. 
Well, and we're out of time. Hey, man, we'll be up, what, two weeks, start of the regular season. We'll kick it off again in another right. season here on the PBRT Big Blue Roundtable. And, Chris, we've been talking with you, and then uh, we'll go from there, man. Hey. We'll, we'll chop it up. We'll see you on the show some you, man. Sangre Azul. Can you dig it? Yes, we can. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.